With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So, quick anecdote about me. I love sharing things that I really, really enjoy. I love sharing it with people. Like, I love coffee. And my wife, uh, I was like, Are you try this coffee, this new coffee. And she's like, why do you want me to try this so much? I'm like, because it's awesome. That's how I feel about this conversation. I'm super excited to share this conversation with everybody. Curtis Jacobs, Penn State linebacker. He's on the show, and we're going to have an awesome opportunity for you, the fan, to ask some questions. We won't be able to get to everything. But uh, Curtis is here. He's, uh, he wants to talk about football, and we're going to do just that. So, Curtis, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I, this is one of my favorite shows to watch on YouTube, and I love the fans. So, this is it's nothing to me. I love it. So. You, are, you are making my job so easy. I am, I'm already cutting that as a promo for the show. So, appreciate you saying that. Uh, how are you feeling? I'm how how feeling are you this good. time of year? I'm feeling good. Um, you know, it gets a little it gets a little repetitive trying to build a routine, but um, I feel like I have a good routine, good regimen, and how I do my day to day. So, I feel like I feel the best I've felt, and I'm ready to attack the season. Is this is this the time where you feel that way? Because you know you're healed up from the season. You've been lifting all off season. You got to feel comparatively like invincible this time of year, right? Yeah. This is this is the time of year when you're just ready to throw the pads on. You. You've been through everything. You've been through phase one, which is the winter, phase two, which is spring ball, phase three. And now it's phase four where you put it all together and uh, try to push for what you want. So uh, I'm excited about this team. I'm excited about get just getting on the field again, you know. So we saw the highlight video Pense put out last week. You guys doing your max testing. Saw you there at the end. I think you're doing cleans. Um mm-hmm. How has the offseason gone for guys? Uh, we saw a lot of Jordan Vandenberg and, and Nick Singleton. How, how do you feel the team is prepared at this point? And, and for you, I know I asked you this question last year, and I, I'm, this is a fan question as much as it is a fan question for me. Like, what, are you, what do you weigh right now? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, right now? Right now I'm at 235. Um, I felt like I've built a solid frame. Um, just being able to be in there and being at that size, I feel like that's that's the size I want to stay around, 235, 230. Um, uh, other than that, um, I feel like we have a lot of guys that have killed it this offseason. Uh, Kobe King's one guy that came to mind, um, Abdul, Dom, just guys in the room. Also, um, I would say offensive guys like Keandre, he looks, he looks faster than I've ever seen. So it's just, it's just great seeing guys work all summer and – uh, I know everyone's excited to get get into camp in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we got a, a question here. Specifically, what game are you looking forward to the most, asks Spencer. Uh, you know it's West Virginia for me. There um, you go. I'm just trying to get back on the field, um, get it started, and 
have that one and no mentality. I I know uh, some guys look at that as just like the Coach Franklin answer, but it gets to a certain point where I, I really believe that, and I really believe that's the path to success for us is taking one game at a time. Well, it makes, it makes sense, and, and this is kind of from the outside looking in, the amount of preparation it takes, the amount of focus it takes to to be great, you can't split your focus. You can't be thinking about something else, whether whatever it is, other than you know that task at hand. So looking at West Virginia, um, I don't know if you want to give a quick scouting report of what you've seen, or what are your thoughts about the, the opening game at Beaver Stadium this year? Uh, I'm I'm excited. Um, I think it's going to be a really really great environment. Um, I, I just having a normal night game uh, at Penn State. I haven't. I don't think I've had that yet. Um, other than other than whiteout, so just being able to be in an environment like that, you know, that's my favorite part of why I came to Penn State. So that I think that'll be that'll be great coming forward. Yeah, that's. I was thinking about this earlier today. Your first year was twenty twenty. Was was the mm-hmm. pandemic year? How different is everything than what you first experienced at Penn State? How has this, you know, been a journey since that first year with the Nittany Lions? Um, honestly, this is this is one of the years where I really felt um, the support uh, on campus and everywhere. Um, obviously, my first year here, I I didn't really talk to anybody. It was it ended up being like an isolated thing just because of what was going on in the world. So. Just being able to see how many people care about Penn State football through my years, like it's been, it's been unmatched, and I just I'm incredibly thankful for the relationships and the people I've met on campus throughout throughout my time here. We've got a, a lot of people here in the chat. Super excited to have everybody here. Uh, one thing I want to ask quickly is if you're watching the video live and you're having uh, fun, as much fun as I am talking to Curtis Jacobs, please like the video. And if you are new here, this is the first time you're here, subscribe to Blue Eyed Illustrated on YouTube because, as Curtis said, uh, his favorite show on YouTube. So appreciate all of you and all of your support. want to get to one of our questions from uh, bluewhiteillustrated.com, another great place to sign up and get inside information on Penn State football. Uh, this question coming to you, uh, Curtis, from somebody that I think you're, you're fairly um, familiar with, and that is our, our illustrious Losi's Mustache, is who we're looking forward to here on the, uh, uh, on the show. Hold on one second. Let me uh, pull that up here. Um, this question here, what, what's the biggest factor that made him want to return, uh, you to return for another season instead of declaring for the NFL draft? This comes from our message board member, Losi's mustache. Hold on. That's, that's his name. That's his na- yes. That's his name over at blue white illustrated. That's the handle he chose. So yes, <laughs> that's awesome. I got a funny story to tell you about that, but, um, uh, honestly, it was just, um, I felt like I wasn't all the way there, um, and I felt like I hadn't given all that I could give to PSU. So I felt like coming back was big for me so I can enhance my brand as well as enhance my team's brand. And as you know, um, with team success comes individual success. So I'm just incredibly locked in on trying to be 1-0. I feel like just doing that will take me any- anywhere I need to go. How much of a pull is the NFL? Like you had that decision, you're eligible. Um, 
some guys they go and the, the the conversation we have externally we always have those conversations should they stay should they go it's obviously much more personal for the guy making the decision so how how much of a pull is it for a guy that has the, the talent to go to the league and um as you said you didn't think you were all the way there but yeah. a lot of guys they go anyway how how much is that like a, a really a, a decision you have to make um i really I really think it's everything. Um, I feel like it's one of the most important decisions, if not the most important decision of your life. Um, that's literally your hopes and dreams, right, on a platter in front of you, and you gotta, you gotta be, like, not prideful enough to say, yeah, like I, I'm not ready to be there yet, and I have more developing to do. So I feel like that, that's gonna be one of the biggest decisions in my life, and I hope I pray every day that it pays off for me and I work every day to make sure it pays off to me. That eligibility, that decision, what you just described, you know, that it's probably so real. You could touch it. Um, is there a certain feeling about going after three years when you're first eligible? Because, you know, superstar players, they go after three years, they're drafted in the top five. There's everyone I assume wants to be that guy. Yeah. Um, that conversation that you have to have, you know, with yourself and with Coach Franklin and Coach Diaz, as you mentioned earlier this offseason, um, how much does that – is that a part of the thought, too, of, like, I want to be one of those guys that's three years and I'm going to the NFL because, you know, I'm good enough? Yeah, um, obviously that's always something that's in the back of some people's minds. But honestly, for me, it was it was most important talking to my people um, – talking to Coach Franklin, Coach Diaz, two guys that I know that love me as a man and um, push me to be the best every day. And they're never going to lead me the wrong way. Uh, and then talking to people close to my circle, um, not those outside voices telling you, you need to do this, you need to do that. Just listen to people close to me and have my best interest at heart. And I feel like coming to this decision, I had to talk to all those people first. I just, I respect that a lot. A lot of people will just, I, I find you a very introspective person who, who is very self-aware. And I, I think that that's a, a real strength of yours, you know, just from a character perspective, but also making these decisions and, and doing what's truly in your best interest and not what uh, maybe emotionally feels like the, the right thing to do, which some guys do. Um, when When you're talking to Coach Diaz and you have that full, Last time we talked, you I think there was still a bit of getting to know you. You went through spring football. Uh, you went through summer camp. How how has that relationship developed since you first met him? I feel like it, it developed as um, he knows I'm a guy that's going to go out there and relay his vision. Um, I try to be like this with Coach Diaz, like on on page, exactly what he wants. I, I get it done. So... I feel like that that relationship has really grown um, and he's really, really been a mentor for me. Um, just learning the ins and outs of football. I've, I've learned so much under him and I'm incredibly grateful for that. Uh, we talked last time about blitzing and, and how you said it changed your you can change your life. Mm -hmm. Having seen it now, it feels like Manny Diaz has democratized pressure in the in the Penn State defense. Yeah. Um, what what does we talk, we talk about it all the time? Every time we talk to either you or Tig or Jalen Reed or Johnny Dixon, it always comes up. 
Um, what does that have, like that sort of mental effect? What, what sort of effect does that have on the defense where everyone can be involved in that part of the game? Um, it just it makes you ready to make big-time plays. Um, just knowing that you can be the guy that makes the play that changes the season, that's, that's incredibly big. So we, we preach preparedness. Um, we preach the guy that's fifth on the depth chart has to prepare like he's a starter because you never know. You could be the guy that gets in the game and makes the plays that gets us to national championship. So just I feel like just being prepared in that situation um, and not really focusing about emotions is most important for guys on the team. We've got a question here in the chat. Uh, I, I have a feeling you might like this one. This one's from Michael. He says, how did that pick six feel against Michigan? Be on the road, get a pick six like that. Honestly, it felt amazing. Um, starting that game, I, I wasn't in the best of, um, best of spirits. I was a little under the weather before that game. But just I feel like that really, really got me going in a sense because I, I feel like I started a little slow for especially us as a team and and um, us as a defense. So I feel like it got us going. Obviously, you want to turn that into momentum, and we weren't able to do that. But I feel like it was a – it was a little uh, pickup before halftime. Yeah, I kept it kept you guys in the game, in the game into the third quarter. Um, and I think looking back on that, maybe the the perception of that game, if you didn't watch it, you didn't realize how close it was until a couple of key plays. Um, yeah. How the results of that game was was the result of that game. Yeah. Um, but you guys this past year, one of the storylines about Penn State football struggling to overcome a loss and then it becomes a second loss. You guys bounced back twice after some yeah. pretty tough losses. How uh, did you build that resiliency and how do you maintain that so that this year you can uh, have the same opportunity and maybe uh, one of those games goes a different way? Um, I feel like one of the reasons last year was so special was um, for us as a team is we really locked into that, uh, that one and no mentality I was talking about. Um, just not worrying about who the opponent is, faces the opponent, um, just going out and and attacking and trying to dominate. And I felt like in certain in certain games you, you get in trouble and you have to obviously you can't let one game decide your season uh, at the end of the day. So I feel like we did a really good job of carrying that uh, win every week mentality into every game. How how hard is that? Like getting back to the focus, and, and you go through. A, football's a really emotional game, and coming out of that, coming out of a situation like that, how how do you refocus like that and get into the next game and make sure that you're playing at your best so you can rebound? It's tough because um, you know people on the internet are gonna take it every every which way. Um, it's hard to see all of those reactions and people's uh, feelings being put out about you and about your teammates. But I just say you got to, you got to just be resilient. That's, that's the, the key word right there. You got to be tough. And I feel like we build tough characters every day with what we do and we just keep pushing. How much of football, cause you know, I love the tactics. You and I love the X's and O's and all the mm -hmm. deeper stuff, but how much of football is, is mentality and what you just described of, perseverance as much as it is all the other things i feel like that's half the battle because you when you get to when you get to college football and this is for all the guys that are watching this that they want to play on this level and they want to make it to the next level 
the hardest stuff you do isn't even going to be on the football field. It's going to be getting up and going to class every morning, um, getting ready for morning workouts where you're doing mat drills and and uh, water bags that have nothing to do with football. It's just it's just uh, pure pure work to see to see who really just see who's going to quit and just I, I feel like resiliency is going to take you take you a long way when it comes to this game. Uh, we got a couple of uh, questions in the chat as well. Michael McCullen here. Appreciate you making the time to chat with the fans. Curtis, best of luck this season and beyond. Uh, appreciate Thank you donating you. to I the... That. Yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. He's a regular here on the show, uh, donating the channel. Always appreciate him. I Steven as well. I too. I saw that. Right? Right? This thing is impressive. You look at his, his uh, <laughs> picture here. It's all the way down to, like, yeah. mid-chest. Um, I, I don't know if you saw last year, I was going through some sort of weird phase where I tried to mimic his and it was, I, I looked back at a couple of shows this year. I'm like, why didn't anyone stop me? Why didn't it? Cause it was truly, truly weird to look at. Uh, Steven says, absolutely. Second. What Michael said, want, we all want Curtis to reap the rewards of all his hard work. Uh, appreciate that. Steven. Let's get to hey, a I question. Gotta you, I gotta tell you yeah. about, um, about those. Oh, those mustache. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm not gonna lie. One day I asked them. I was like, "So, like, when you go to sleep, like, I'm assuming like he rolls over in his sleep. I'm like, does yeah. it stay like that, or does it get messed up? And you gotta do the little curling, curling iron to get it, get it right with the wax." He was like, "Nah, I just stay." <laughs> he said, <laughs> he gonna go. Nah, I just stay hot and ready, big dog. Just, <laughs> just stuck there. He just gets up in the morning. Gives it this little, his little fix up, and then he's good to go. I love the idea of him. Things impressive. I love the idea of he's getting ready for bed at night, and part of it is he's he's recurling and making sure it's ready for bed. <laughs> yeah, I know. He got to. Uh, Saturday Blues comes in with this question: Was the move into the box last season more of a challenge physically or mentally for you? Um, I wouldn't say um mental i wouldn't say mental because obviously with the way i prepare um i try to be comfortable in every situation um i don't i don't know if i would use the word challenge um but i feel like physical physically wise um it just was more up on you like if that makes sense um everything is right in front of you rather than you being from a little bit of a distance and getting a little bit of a head start so I would say that's that's one of the ways it could challenge you physically. How was it splitting time between the two positions? Because we talked uh, last time you said I miss playing in space. Kind of got to have the best of both worlds where where you were playing both positions. How did that um I guess what were the what were the things that went into you playing two positions in a game uh, between series? Um just trying to trying to build a rhythm. Um it's it's tough to build a rhythm when um two when you're playing two different positions on different drives so like if you start one drive at one and you start another drive at another one you may not get back-to-back drives to really feel out what you're seeing and um apply your rules to it um but i feel like it made me it made me better for it um obviously when you get to the next level you i never know what i'm gonna play so just being able to be prepared in all of those situations and allowing me to prepare like a vet and have my young guys watch me prepare like a vet. Um, I feel like that, that helped me incredibly. That's 
something that I'm super interested in too, what you said there about helping the young guys. Everyone's very excited about Tony Rojas, Tamir Robinson. You mentioned Ellis Brooks being a huge influence on you, showing you the ropes of how to play the game, how to be great off the field so you can be great on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, are you an active participant or are you a guy that is uh, lead by example and show guys what they should do and then it's up to them whether or not they're going to, to make those habits a part of their life? Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a pay it forward kind of guy. Um, obviously, when when I'm in, um, there's there's certain things that Coach Diaz coaches at another level because he knows I I know the ins and outs. Um, but those guys are just really getting started and they're just learning the ins and outs and learning how to do things. But honestly, you gotta you gotta get on those guys and get into everything about it. Um, not just when it comes to football. I feel like routine is a is a big part of your game. Um, and I talked to you about this before, but I feel like just having a good routine is gonna be amazing for those guys. Cause if I did the stuff that I was doing now and putting into my game, I would have been that much better as a freshman. So I just, I just try to preach to those guys just preparedness and routine. That's gonna be the most important part of the game right now. My dog it's is that. destroying this treat over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was wondering if that was a, an audio thing, but yeah, it's yeah. a what kind of dog uh, do you have? This, uh, pit bull. Come here, Oh. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> what's her name? Uh, him or her? And what's her, what's their name? It's a girl. Her name's Zah. That's I, I love dogs. That's a yeah. that's fun. I just. Um, uh, I took her to her trimming appointment today. and nails was getting too crazy. Uh, question here from BlueWhiteIllustrated.com. Talking about that exact thing. Uh, this, I think, is perfect of what we are just talking about. Stephen Light says, Always amazed at the dedication schedule requirements of D1 athletes. What was the most unexpected adjustment uh, to college life as a major school athlete for you? That's a tough one. Um, I got to say working out in the morning. Um, I'd I never was, be able to do that. I'd puke all the time. I was never a morning guy. Um, it was it was a little rough getting used to, um, just like getting your body ready that early. Um, I think before, before Penn State, the only time I ever worked out in the morning was like basketball practice for high school. And that's just like just playing basketball. So I feel like getting my body adjusted to getting up that early, getting food in you and getting ready and the trials and errors of that. Cause you know, that doesn't always go how it's planned. Um, I feel like that was, that was one of the major adjustments I had to make. So the human body is capable of that because I, I, at one point in my life, I tried to work out in the morning and I threw up a whole bunch. So like you can do it is what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah, that's going to happen. That's especially if you're in the Penn state program, that's going to happen. You're, you're going to let some of that food go, but um, I feel like once you really get prepared, um, honestly, I what I did is if we had a 6 a.m. workout, I'm waking up at like 4.30, just trying to get your body as ready and prepared as possible. Question here in the chat. This is from Kevin with a whole bunch of stuff afterwards. What's your go-to pregame hype song? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, I got to say anything by... Um, Meek Mill, NBA Youngboy, um, just guys that make you feel something before a game. You feel me? Just 
make you feel what you need to what you need to go out there and play. So here's here's what I've always wondered: Is it like a lose your mind sort of hype, or is it just mm-hmm. a locked in hype where you gotta like the electricity is pulsing through you, but you feel like you're controlling it? Um, I feel like it's a locked in hype. Um, just I don't like to hear a guy like screaming in my ears. It's more like more like a good a good rap about what you want, what's your goals, and where you want to go. Another question here from the chat, Eric. Appreciate him donating the channel as well. He says, Curtis, uh, what's it like walking around campus after a win? What is the mood around uh, Penn State when when you guys um, bring home a W? The mood is great. Um, win or loss, I, I love um, getting getting to talk to the kids that come up to the games. Um, I always thought that was the coolest part. Uh, I used to, I was that kid um, coming to those games. Unfortunately, I was going to Maryland games, but that's a story for another another time um just i feel like paying it forward is is the most most fun part um other than that though i try to get in the house immediately my (laughs) i feel like i'm getting i'm getting to the older side of college and it's just it's just about getting to the crib for me but i love i love seeing everybody excited and and ready to go have fun uh Here's a question from Xander. I'm going to avoid wondering what younger Curtis did and where he went after a game where you got to win. Uh, <laughs> Xander, what's your ask? What's your favorite NFL player? Oh, it's a lot of guys for me. It's a lot of guys. Does he mean like right now or all time? Uh, pick your favorite. Pick pick your poison here. He did not. Uh, he did not specify. So that's dealer's choice. So, if you know me, like going back, you know I'm a. a I'm still a wide receiver at heart. Um, oh, so yeah. two, of, two of my favorite players, like right now and all time, have got to be Calvin Johnson and um, and Justin Jefferson. Just the way those guys dominate games, it's amazing. Um, and then going, really learning on the defensive side since I've been coming up. I've been watching a lot of Lawrence Taylor. That guy was a monster. So I, I got to put those three up there for like current and um, – and all-time favorite players. You just made so many oh, guys with white hair super excited that you mentioned Lawrence Taylor. Like that's yeah. a that's a that's a retro old school respect nah, move right there. That's that's a he's a dog, man. That that stuff he was doing on the field was unheard of back then. Uh Another question here. We talked about this a little bit off screen. This is an interesting one from Poncho Five Seventy. Uh, over at bluewhiteillustrated.com. He says, what was the feeling like after you went down to Auburn and beat them the way you did? It was fun for him listening to the pro SEC CBS commentators on the TV, have to give credit to Penn State for the way they played and and won that game. What was it like for you out there doing those things? Um, I feel like it's always great to have a win like that. Um, I felt... Honestly, before that game, there was a little, a lot of doubt around like what we were doing because obviously the Purdue game, we 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 got the win, which was the main goal, but we didn't dominate the way we should have. And I feel like just that game really set the tone for how we wanted our season and how we wanted to uh, approach games. Um, just coming out with a with a chip on your shoulder mentality, and I feel like we carried that throughout the rest of the season. So I that I was a- that as. Oh, sorry. I, I circled that as one of the most important games of last season. Yeah, the the in the emphasis with which you guys were playing on defense, I think, mm-hmm. uh, really opened a lot of people's eyes. 
this season, another year with Manny Diaz. Uh, we've we've talked about your transition, how you play both positions. Uh, how do you get all these talented football players on the field, Curtis? Like, how, how do you get guys that are you're two and three deep at certain positions? Um, how are you feeling about this season? And, and just like like I said, how do you get all these guys on the field? Um, it's it's tough when you have so many um, in your ones, twos, and threes, really, but. Just I, I feel like it comes down to um, how Coach Diaz coaches it. Um, I feel like last year we had a really good, healthy rotation that, that kept people fresh. And the point is to, in the fourth quarter, you want to be playing how you're with the same legs you're playing on in the first quarter. So just I feel like just being able to get so many guys in the field um, doesn't just do a good thing for us. Um, when it comes to body uh, energy saving wise, um, but it does a lot for us coming into like just being able to have so many guys that can play on the field. That's that's major. How is the I think team understanding might be the best way to put this team understanding what Manny Diaz wants you to do. How is that changed now and what can you do that you couldn't do before in your estimation like as a team? Um, I would say now, like, it's really changed to everyone being prepared. Um, I've seen a lot more of that than I do in previous years. Um, I got guys in the twos and threes asking me questions that I wasn't asking as a freshman. So just those guys being that locked in and ready, it's, it's impressive for real. Uh, what have you seen? Some of the the journalisty questions that you'll get uh, all season long. I want to ask a couple of them here, just because I think fans are excited to, about these things for the season. And without getting into details, it's hard to talk about these things. But what have you seen from the offense this year? A lot of uncertainty, kind of the way we talked about the defense last year. Some uncertainty with a new quarterback. You talked before about how important Sean Clifford was to the program. Um, what do you see from that side of the, the ball so far through spring and the, and the summer? It's been impressive. Um, obviously, I feel like us being a being a test for them is only going to make them better. Um, just having us come at them every day and they come back at us is, is going to make us better as a football team. So I feel like they've been really good. Um, Drew has been amazing. Uh, you know, the running back room is unlike any in the country. I don't think anyone's better than them. Uh, tight end room, I feel the same about. Uh, receiver room, I feel like they're – they're doing really good and and coming along. So I feel like we're we're really coming together as a team. Yeah, and, and receiver expert too. You you have a, a keen eye for how all that's developing. Um, yeah. With Drew, yeah, that's with another Drew. guy I need to shout out. Dante Sevis is that he's that guy. He's he's yeah. he's good. He's gonna he's gonna open a lot of eyes this season. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see how he fits into the offense. I, I love his route running skills. I, I think that he can be a great complement to what you guys have had on mm. the roster already. With Drew commanding all of those things, how would you characterize him as a football player? What, what, what did when you are going up against him? What are the things that come to mind when you're when you're playing him? Uh, you know, in in practice. Uh, for Drew, I just gotta say a tough, smart, and composed composed guy, and that's that's really the main three things you look for in a quarterback. Um, he he just approaches every day like a veteran. Um, 
I feel like Sean has done a really good job in instilling that routine and uh, preparedness into him, and I feel like he's he's ready to shock the world this season. We have a question here, just a couple more. So if you want to get a question in for Curtis, we're going to have just a couple here at the end. Appreciate all of your time here on the show. This is something that Penn State fans have been talking about all offseason. I know it's a conversation that, that we've had out externally, but I want to just get your thoughts here on this group. We asked about the offense. How do the defensive tackles look in front of you right now? How's that group progressed? They're deep. They're, they're, they're deep. Um, I've seen a lot from a lot of guys, um, even some guys that people aren't really talking about, like, uh, Jordan Vandenberg and Caleb Artis, I think they're going to be big for us this year. But I think the core group with uh, Koziah, Zane, Devon, Keem, it, I feel like you can't go wrong. There's so many uh, mismatches. There's so many people you can put in there. It's, I feel like we're going to have a really solid a solid front this year. It, it's uh, deep along uh, both positions. You, you mentioned all those guys looking at the defensive ends. Uh, you and Chop Robinson. The ends, you know what they do. Oh yeah, like that's a given. That's the, the problem I always have <laughs> you know is like, oh, that's do. a given. They're 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 amazing. Yeah. Um, but that group, like you you talk about keeping guys fresh. Mm -hmm. Um, how how valuable is that when you've got four guys at both positions, maybe even more, where you feel like realistically, uh, there isn't a drop off between maybe yeah, the first team and the I second like team. And, and is that how you feel? I feel like that's that's the most important position where you need that because those those are the big guys with their hands in the dirt and they they get tired, man. So I feel like it's it's really good that we have so many guys that can come in and change a game. Uh, so I'm I'm really excited for how that's going to work out this season. Well, Curtis, I appreciate your time here today. I don't want to take up too much of it because I know you have intensive Spanish all week long, and uh, you yeah. need to be fresh for that. Eight thirty uh, so. sharp tomorrow. I so I had one class at eight a.m. The only class I've ever failed was at eight. I did. I don't have your discipline or regimen, uh, yeah. so I, I commend you for going and uh, and getting up early and doing all that stuff. Um, any any last thoughts? I always want to make sure we end the show with with whatever you want to talk about. Is there anything nil related or anything you want to talk about here at the end to end the show? Uh, I just want to thank all the fans for for making this so special for me, man. I, um, I love giving back to this community. I love doing things like this and interacting with fans. So I, I would love to come back and do this anytime. And I know you already said you're going to hold me to that. Yeah, uh, I'm going to put it on my calendar. We're going to talk about it as soon as we get done here on the show. Uh, so gotcha. we're going we're, we're gonna to have that conversation right now. Curtis Jacobs joining the Blue White Illustrated YouTube show. Thank you so much. We will be back tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. for another live show talking about Penn State football. Until then, I'm Thomas Frank Hart. We'll talk to you later. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.